Hello, I'm Kathy Haberman. And I'm your co-host, Joe Haberman. This is Haber Psych Insights. Yes, and today we're going to be getting into talking about the ego, the sides of our ego. Uh, We all have egos, right? We need them to get through life. Uh, But how do we gain what is positive from that ego without uh, being held back by some of the drawbacks, some of the costs of a strong ego? So today uh, we are talking about our ego, the two sides of it, and how to balance them. So Freud defined ego as a personality structure that balances our drives and urges with our values and beliefs. There are some really great positives uh, to our ego. It is our sense of self, um, our priorities, resilience, uh, that is recovery from setbacks. Resilience is that ability to get back up when life knocks you down, and we get knocked down a lot in life. <laughs> Absolutely, we all um, do. Also, in in positive and negative ways, um, the ego makes us competitive. Also, makes us goal oriented, and so those are the positive sides of the ego. That sense of self, which is so important. Yeah, and so as it helps us through life, though, we're dealing with this aspect of our personality that strongly loves control and fears failure. It wants to remain in control as it guides us through. So it can also be the same part of our personality that makes us very self-critical, right? That creates the anxiety from that critical voice. It's the part of us that compares us to others. Uh, It's really only our ego that can get offended by things, that cares about how we're coming across and can cause us with too much ego to become self-absorbed and to to care too much about status and things like that. And so when you recognize that you're trying to do something in a way to really amaze or impress others, uh, that's coming from that kind of side of the ego or being overly sure of yourself, needing to be in control of yourself and others or how events unfold, that high need for control to impress somebody. If it's coming from a part of you that's shaming either yourself or others, um, then, you know, those are, those are also coming from that ego. So we think of someone and we say, boy, they really have a big ego or they're egotistical. You know, those are really kind of looking at the negative aspects of ego. Yeah. I mean, I would not. Self-centered. Yeah. I would not take that as a compliment, right? If you haven't (laughs) met so-and-so, they have a big ego, right? And yet we know it provides some really important functions, but uh, we're aware of some of the downsides as well. So so we do benefit from a strong strong ego, strong sense of self. Um, But how do we learn to overcome the limitations of our ego? Yeah, yeah. And that's something that we ask ourselves, you know, we're all going to be taking probably the rest of our life to figure out. But we practice self-awareness, right? We can help. Uh, we've talked about mindfulness, uh, trying to be aware and to reflect on things that are happening, you know, to try and find a place where you can center yourself and reflect on where your thoughts are going without judging them. So we're always looking at our journey through life and mm-hmm. what are the things, what are the aspects about us and our personality and our habits that help us to live you know, a positive life or a satisfied life or, um, you know, just enjoy our journey as we go through life. And so um, we have to look at our 
ego. You know, we're examining, we're not being self-centered, but we are looking at the positive aspects of ourself and, and, you know, those negative aspects of needing control and having a fear of failure and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a way of sort of embracing humility, right? We have to recognize that, um, you know, where, who we really are and, and when we're kind of not in that center and we're trying to do our egos pushing us to do something else. So, so this has to be stated, you know, no one has it all together. <laughs> we are all struggling day yeah. in and day out to, to live the best life that we can live. Right. Um, and we're not alone in this, but social media tends to make us see, Oh, this person has this, this person has that, you know, they're this way, they're that way. I should do this. I should have that. Um, and we tend to isolate ourselves and say, well, I'm not good enough or I haven't done this well enough. Or, and so we have to be careful. We have to focus on connecting um, to other people. And, yeah. and we, we have to realize we don't have all the answers and that's okay. And that's okay. And those, yeah, those things can be fueled by the ego, that sense that we have to appear as if we have it all together, we have all the answers. And, you know, even people then that are dealing with really serious issues, say depression, for instance, uh, they have that sense then because of this process that, oh, nobody, nobody's going through what I am. Nobody would understand. <laughs> and in reality, you have all kinds of company. Uh, right. It's just that veil of secrecy. And it's the ego that plays a big part in that, that wants to say, whoa, 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 you don't want to come across that way. I want you to come across this way. Right, right. Um, okay, so one of the things I think is important in balancing that ego is letting go of control. I know I'm a person. Uh, we all in our lives are shaped and formed by the experiences we've had. And I'm one of those people because of my experiences I've had. I, I have a high need for control. And so I always have to try and balance that. I have to let go of it sometimes. Um, and I also have to like practice empathy with mm -hmm. other people because things don't necessarily go the way I'm expecting them to go. Yeah. Yeah. So that detachment is so important. That idea of, you know, letting go of something, this isn't important anymore. Um, I don't need to do that. That's not the real me. I don't right. want to maintain that. What is that. really important in this? Right. Yeah. I want to be more honest uh, about myself. And so I'm honesty. Okay. Yeah. That's part of communication. And that like puts a spark in my brain. I think one of the things we need to do in terms of letting go of control or connecting with others is good communication. In this, um, specifically, I'm thinking about when we're listening to other people. I think it's important to practice actually listening to the person, to what they're saying, to what they're not saying, what are their nonverbals, you know, what is the, what are they really trying to come across with instead of just coming up with a response or just trying to fix it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, how do you let the person know you're with them there? They're not alone. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we know that the ego is a projection of our self-image. And it's important. Yeah, it does get us through life. But um, you'll reach a point where you're going to realize that all the things the ego cares about are kind of die when we die. And uh, so the challenge is, how do I see myself in a larger frame from a bigger perspective. So the big picture. Um, yeah. I, I want to mention this um, because I think that we want to be aware of, like, we want to have a mature ego. We want to have a, a sense of our true self. 
And um, I know I recognize that some of our listeners aren't religious or really think of themselves as a spiritual person, Uh but my own perspectives have really been shaped um, by some books uh, by Father Richard Rohr and um, specifically his book, Immortal Diamond, that talks about your true self and your true self uh, in Father Rohr's words, um, you know, our true self was here before our ego was formed and will be here after the ego is gone. Our true self is connected to a higher power. That's, you know, I'm putting my belief out there, but I think that that's important when we're looking for, you know, um, an accurate knowledge of our inherent worth. Yeah, well, and I think there is a real universal part of that as you seek to understand what is the true self, what was a what has been a part of me all along and versus the things that I've added along as I've gone along because I thought I needed them. Um, you know, we become attached to these egos and we we sometimes want to move beyond that. And if you want to move to, for lack of a better word, a, a more mature ego, that would be grounded in, in sort of the accurate knowledge of your inherent worth. I don't have to win the argument. I don't have to be right. I don't have to be first. I don't, none of that has anything to do with my inherent worth. Um, and so... Uh, but there's a pushback, you know, as you try and work on that. That's why I say it's going to take us a while because the ego, as we said, hates and fears change or loss of control. You know, if you decide you're not going to do some things you've always done, the ego will be, wait a minute, this this is what I need to put out there to look good. I don't want to make that change. So once you've encountered that truest part of yourself, uh, that true self, the false aspects of our ego that we care so much about, they begin to fall away. Um, but that is a long process, isn't it? Yeah. yeah and, I mean, and for those of you uh, who are a little younger, who are our listeners, uh, ego is that sense of self and that sense of you know, building who you are and what your values are and what you want to achieve in life. Yeah. Those things are really, really important. We just need to know how to balance those positive and negative aspects of our ego. Right. And it's recognizing as much help as you're getting from your ego early in your life, that there is going to come a time when you're going to begin to wrestle with questions that the ego has no answer for. It just doesn't. All right. Um, And so that's where, you know, we want to try and practice these things to get in touch uh, at a deeper level with a, or a more mature understanding of the ego. One of the um, great thinkers on this that I, I enjoy reading and uh, contemplating on Deepak Chopra uh, addressed this very thing when he said, once you know who you really are, being is enough. Once you know Once who you, know who you, you really, really are, are, being is enough. Yeah. You feel neither superior to anyone nor inferior to anyone, and you have no need for approval because you've awakened to your own infinite worth. Uh, and I think that that's a place we'd like to get to, right? That's a place of that that full potential then, which goes beyond kind of the temporary things that you needed from your ego earlier in your life. Uh, and so, um, you know, that's that bigger frame that we hope to see. And it is something that will take us a while. Uh, but it's it's it is the journey that we're on. 
you know, and our hope is for ourselves and for anyone else on that is to, is to really feel fully alive. And I think that means connecting to that true self. Right. And, and, you know, recognizing that, you know, we have aspects to our personality and we have habits that we have gained, good and bad. And we just continue to examine and re-examine those things on our journey as we connect with others, as we share this journey with others, and as we try to be the best person we can be, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we hope that um, some of this has resonated with things you've thought about, things you want to work on, and that you have your own insights, of course, from your own journey. So as we've said before, we'd love to hear from you uh, about this or any of the podcast episodes that you see. And you can contact us through fanlist.com slash Haber podcast. Uh, and you can just leave even a verbal message there. You don't have to type it in, but we'd love to hear from you. Fanlist.com slash Haber podcast. So please check it out. Leave us your thoughts and we'll look forward to, uh, to hearing that. Right. And we are, we've just been starting up this podcast. Um, this is our fifth episode mm-hmm. and we are traveling for a short time. So there might be, might be we hope not but there might be a brief yeah um, there may be pause right but we will be back and we hope that you will join us again yeah on haber psych insights absolutely maybe a couple of weeks but then we're going to be publishing weekly after that so we do hope you'll continue to join us uh we'll certainly keep the dialogue going as well from our end and thanks again for Have being a great with day. us